0: You're listening to Your English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Hello there. Welcome back to Luke's English Podcast. You're now listening to the fifth episode of this mini-series entitled Your English Podcast, or YEP for short. YEP And in this episode, I'm going to showcase some more recordings sent to me by listeners as part of this big competition, which I've launched in order to celebrate the fifth birthday and 200 episodes of Luke's English Podcast. If you need to know all the details of this competition, you can just go to episode 200. It's all there. Um, I don't think I need to repeat too much of that now, but just in case you've forgotten, Let me give you a little reminder of some of the rules behind this competition, okay? So, um, I asked people to send me up to five minutes of audio. They could talk about whatever they wanted. I did offer them a list of questions, something like 60 questions that they could respond to, uh, to give them a bit of inspiration. That was in, I think it was episode 207, Competition Inspiration. So, people have sent me um, recordings talking about whatever they wanted to talk about, okay? The competition is that... um, I'm going to showcase all these recordings. People can listen to them and vote for their favourites, okay? So if you want to vote, and I please ask you to vote, that would be very nice. If you could vote, uh, you can. How? Just listen to each episode. This is the fifth one. Uh, You can vote for your favourite recording in each episode. So you can vote eight times. One for every single episode uh, of your English podcast. Alright? How do you vote? You just find the page on TeacherLoop.co.uk that relates to that particular episode. You go to that page and just write uh, a comment underneath it. Just tell us the name of the person and the country where they come from. That's how you vote. You can only vote once per episode. Alright, at the end, I'm going to count up all of the votes, and we're going to work out who is the winner of this competition. If it's the case that um, there's a big draw, and everyone has the same number of votes, then, uh, well, I don't know. I still haven't decided what I'm going to do in that case, but as I've said before, I'm going to cross that bridge when we come to it. So, in episode 5, you are going to hear from these people. You're going to hear from Jiang from China. Jose from Chile, June from Korea, Kevser from Turkey, Clenison from Brazil, Constantine from Russia, Chrissy from Germany, Ksenia from Russia, Luciana from Brazil, and finally Lulu from Taiwan. Those are the people you're going to hear from in this episode, and I think that's all I have to say in this introduction. So it's time for me to now fade out the music like a DJ would and then we can start. Okay, let's fade the music out. There you go. Oh, it makes me feel like a, like a professional DJ when I fade out music on the podcast like that. That's good fun. Okay, are we ready, folks? Are we ready? Uh, I'm going to line up the first recording here, and then we'll be ready to go. So this, ladies and gentlemen, is the first uh, recording that you're going to hear in episode five, and this is Jiang from China.
1: Well, hello, listeners. Hello, Luke. I'm Jiang from China, I'm 22 years old and just graduated from a university. Um, I subscribed to Luke's English podcast three or four months ago, I can't remember it clearly. But to be honest, it helped me a lot. Well thank you, Luke. Um, but I can't do the British accents like you, it was hard for me. Sometimes I can't even distinguish the British accent from the American accents. Okay, enough about that. Today I want to talk about the trips to Vietnam and uh, Bangkok this year. I went to Vietnam with my friend and stayed there for two weeks and visited Ho Chi Minh city, Nhajiang city, uh, Hoi An, and Hanoi. Among all those cities, I like Nhajiang the best. Because as a Chinese guy who lived in the center of China for ages, I don't get many chances to see the oceans and stuff. So I spent four days with my friend just laying on the chair and enjoying the ocean, the sand, the beautiful sun nights there. It was quite relaxing. <laughs> I, I enjoyed every day in there. OK, um, next the trip to Bangkok. Um, my friend recommended me to go there during the Songkran Festival. The festival is in April. and It's like New Year to the local people in Thailand. And it, it was extremely fun. I remember the first day when I was in Bangkok, I walked out of the hotel and uh, walked on the street for less than two mit- minutes and I get all wet. Because... People in that festival will throw water to each other as some kind of blessing yes you only need the two minutes and you will get all wet some people will put ice into the bucket and throw the whole bucket of water to you <laughs> so that's a big blessing it's like the ISL ice bucket challenge these days except it's like you are getting challenged the whole time I saw you look doing the ice bucket challenge on YouTube. If you enjoyed it, you can always come to Thailand during the festival and <laughs> enjoy it. Okay, and uh, the other thing I have to mention in Bangkok is the nightlife there. You know, it's because we're in the festival, so everybody was throwing water to each other. and. It's the same in the club. I stayed there for only four days, and I spent the whole time to join the parties and the club. It was extremely fun. Once you enter the club and go into the dance floor, people on the second floor who are holding the pipes, you know the big water pipe, the hoses, they will sprinkle the water to you, to the people. This dance on the floor. So it's like you are dancing the whole time in the rain, in the heavy rain. So you can imagine it. It was really fun. So I highly recommend you guys to go there. Okay, I think that's it. And in the end, well, I want to thank you, Luke, for your hard work. It's the best English podcast I've ever listened to. You know, I usually I can't listen to the podcast that's over 30 minutes, because most of them are boring. It was very stressful after you listen to the podcast. But you are funny and uh, humorous. It was relax. It was quite relaxing to listen to your podcast and learn a lot of British, ex- British <laughs> stuff. So thank you. Thank you, Luke.
0: That was Jang from China. Uh, thanks for the nice words. It's, I, I hope that you can listen to uh, you know, longer uh, podcasts. I think it's better for your English. And if, if I can kind of keep you interested, then ultimately it's better, isn't it, if you can sort of listen for a longer period of time. Uh, nice to hear about your traveling experiences there in, um, in Thailand during the, the water festival in April and in Vietnam. Nha Trang. I think you pronounced it much better than me. I went there too. Very nice beaches. I saw turtles and stuff. It was totally amazing. Thank you. I'm here all week. Um, Right, let's move on now. You're going to now hear Jose's English podcast. This is Jose from Chile. All right, here he is.
2: Hello everybody, I'm Jose from Chile and this is my podcast where I will talk about how I started to learn English by myself. Okay, first of all, here in Chile we do learn English at school, although we don't learn it in order to actually speak English, we just memorize the verbs and their tenses and other grammar things. Uh, sometimes we had to read a dialogue in English but we did it very badly I mean making lots of mistakes and receiving not much feedback from our teachers actually uh, many of them spoke to us in Spanish and if they did in English it was with a strong Chilean accent and we learned from them so there wasn't so uh, so much to do about that really so when i was on my twenties i realized that i was missing a great part of the language when i watched dubbed uh, or even subtitled movies also when i was studying at the university i realized that loads of great books and websites were not uh, translated to spanish so i was missing all that knowledge too that's when i decided to just read the books and watch movies on their original language. Actually, uh, I really dislike translations uh, in general, but that's another topic to discuss later. So yes, I decided to learn English by myself. I haven't got any money to spend on an expensive course of English. Yeah, all those courses are quite expensive here. So, my goal was to learn as much as I can with any resource at hand that I had, and I did, I mean, it's not a big deal today, is it? We've got Google and YouTube and loads of online dictionaries, but I really started to do this properly since a bit more than a year ago, and I've learned more in one year than in all the previous years. Well, it was useful to speak with native English speakers as well although they are quite difficult to find on this country. Okay, now I'm thinking this must be just the same story as anyone's who's learning English with these podcasts. I'm sure that many of us had realized that to know English is very necessary and useful because you could communicate with anyone in the whole world in English. You definitely can't do that in German or Japanese or Italian. So yeah, uh, English seems to be a very good choice among all the languages you could learn. Um, I would like to learn those other languages someday in the future, though, uh, just not right now. I know that many of us want to be a polyglot, which is great, really. I don't know if I will become one. I just like languages. Okay, let's see, Uh, I started to learn English using all the resources I could find on the web. It's not an easy task because there are too many. You know, in the past the problem was that there were not too much information and today there's too much information and we could get lost into it. Um, The main thing I did was watching films in their original language, especially old British films. It was then when I realized that there were quite a few different English accents, not just one. You see, often people refer to the English accent, but this language is very diverse, really. Uh, The same with the US uh, language, and I have to say, also with the Spanish spoken in Latin America which is really called just America even though people from the US call themselves America but they are just North America for us in the South and we call our own language Castellano a Spanish in case you didn't know that um okay I think I've almost reached the five minutes so I'm gonna stop talking now I try to do my best, and i 'm eager to listen to the other people 's podcasts. This is it. Um, goodbye for now
0: That was jose Jose from Chile. Very nice to hear from you, Jose. Thanks for your comments about uh, languages and about um, your own sort of uh, journey into um, self studying for English. Very nice to hear from you. So that was Jose from Chile. Now we're gonna go to Korea because this is June from Korea.
3: Uh, hello, welcome to June's English Podcast. Uh, it's been a long time that I began to listen to your podcast, and I'm really thankful and that I'm that I always have your podcast. And I think you are you are the most one of the most diligent person in the world. Uh, how can you uh, record that your your voice, even though it's not uh, it's not paid one? You always uh, provide all of the episode uh, with free of charge. And before uh, getting into my episode, I wanna I wanna say something that you have to remember because I'm just a normal person who use English as a second language and probably there are a lot of mistakes and brings up while I'm recording recording it so could you figure out a bit? <laughs> anyway, uh, okay, let me have a short introduction to let you know who I am. Uh, my name is So Lee I just call me Jun which is simple to pronounce and I live in Korea and almost uh, near Seoul uh, which is capital city of South Korea and Korea is very competitive uh, country in terms of uh, in terms of speaking and learning English. so uh, but just a few people know your podcast. I think it's very fortunate, but I already recommend listening that one to my friend, but they are almost ignore and the first of all so uh, but I spent my okay, okay let's step to the next one. Uh, I spent my uh, whole time in England last year for improving my English skill and spend a large amount of money anyway uh, and i I used to live in Bournemouth, which is one of the peaceful. City uh, throughout uh, all, all, all over the all over the world, and I was stagnant. I was there when it comes to English, but uh, at that moment, uh, luckily, I just came across Looks English podcast when I surfed the internet, and I couldn't help listening to it. Hmm. I think it's not flattering that that comes from that comes from my real uh, real mind, my inner mind, and. Probably my pronunciation is a little bit difficult to understand uh, for some of you, but uh, I sometimes I just try to imitate the British accent, uh, which I which I heard from from England institu- Eng, uh, English institution and Luke's English podcast or BBC. Mm, that's the way I learn English. And one year one year ago, I couldn't speak English at all, and my Speaking score of um, speaking score of English was almost the lowest, but not, but I successfully got the highest one after one year uh, with a looks English podcast. So that's why I emphasize emphasize how thankful I am to listen to it. Uh, okay, let's step to the next one. Uh, uh, in my life, the something that I have to tell, uh, something that I have to tell is Chelsea, which I passionately support since I was a child. Be- and all my friends uh, already know I'm in- insanely, insanely like Chelsea, and I never skip the Chelsea match, even though there are a lot of jet lag, not uh, not jet lag, the different time, a different time gap between Britain and Korea and Diego Costa and France, uh, Francesca Fabregas who is the one of the uh, passing master in the world. I uh, personally I think he's the successor of uh, past master Sabi in Barcelona. And uh, Felipe and Thibaut Courtois who uh, who already become become a uh, best goalkeeper in the world. Uh, so I just I think this is the best chance to Get uh, two trophy at the end of the season, the Premiership and Champions League simultaneously. Okay, how much I spend for this episode? It's almost four minutes. Oh, oh wow, it's quite respectful that her uh, the Luke always recorded voice at least one hour for each episode. For me, I just have four and a half minutes. I spent. I'm almost exhausted. Okay, it's almost time to wrap up. And I, I'm, I'm very grateful and honorable that I participated in this competition, even though I won't be selected. But I hope you're listening this one with happiness, and it's time to say goodbye. Bye!
0: That was June from Korea. And June, I would just like to say congratulations for improving your speaking so much. You said that a year ago your score was like very low. Uh, but nowadays, uh, you're getting like really good scores. In fact, I think you said that you were the highest. You got the top score for your speaking um, recently. So well done. You 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 say thank you to me. I mean, obviously, Luke's English podcast will have helped. But I'm sure that 95% of it is down to you. So good job. Well done. See you're a Chelsea fan. Um, having a quick look at the English Premier League as it stands right now. Chelsea are top of the table with nine points, although they're, they're, they're equal with Swansea City. Swansea, that's a surprise that they're so high up in the table. Uh, but Chelsea seem to be top at the moment. We'll see how that pans out in the future, shall we? So you just heard from June from Korea. We're now going to go to Turkey and you're going to listen to Kevser from Turkey. Here she is. Hello, Luke and the other
4: listeners. I hope everyone is okay. Let me introduce myself. My name is Kev Sar and I'm from Turkey. I just wanted attending to, uh, attending this competition. Actually, I couldn't find anything to talk about. I've just picked some questions from Luke's website. I hope you enjoy it. Let's get started, okay? Uh, the first question is, who are you? And Tell us about yourself. Where are you from? What do you do? What's going on around you as you record your message? Uh, my name is Kersar, as I said before, and I'm from Turkey. I'm a university student and I'm studying at English teaching department, which means I'm going to be a teacher, English and English teacher in the future. And right now, I'm in my room to record this podcast. Here, it's quite silent. I don't want any sound because it can be annoying, you know. I just have some background music, I hope you like it if you can hear <laughs> and the other question is how did you discover Luke's English podcast actually I was looking for good podcast to listen and I found teacherluke.com.uk and when I first listened to this podcast I thought that you sound very natural and British I'm talking about you Luke and the other question is how did you How do you like to improve your English? Can you give us some tips? Actually, I would like to improve my English through experience. What I mean is that I like using the language in daily life. I listen to many English songs. I watch English TV series. I like talking in English. These are my tips. I hope it can be helpful. And the other question is, Uh, If you could speak perfect English, what would you do? Uh, The only thing I would do is move into UK because I like everything about UK. I like your culture, I like your language, especially accent. I like your people, weather, everything. And the other question is, what do you think of British weather? What's the weather like in your country? I think British weather is... British weather rather perfectly Swiss me because it is always rainy and temperate. Here in Turkey we have four types of seasons but I don't like because we have really hot summers and I don't like sweating like a pit, you know, it will be disgusting. Yeah, and the other question, which accent would you like to have? Scottish, Cockney, Queen's English, American, Australian or just your own? I think I would like to have Estuary. I've learned from a video that this accent is not cockney or not posh, but it's in the middle, so I like the accent, and I'm trying to do it as much nice as I can. And the last question is, who would you prefer to meet, Sherlock Holmes or James Bond? I think I would prefer Sherlock Holmes because he's very clever and he's a sociopath. I would like to be like him. I would like to know every detail because it makes me different. And I like being different. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I've answered six questions and I think my time is over. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed. Bye.
0: Okay, that was uh, Kev Ser from Turkey. Really nice to hear from you, Kevser, and a uh, little bit of background music in, in, in the background, of course. Just adding a bit of atmosphere there. Kevser from Turkey, that was. And we're now going to go to Brazil on our sort of crazy round-the-world adventure here. We're now moving to Brazil, and we're going to hear from Klenison from Brazil. And this is what Klenison's voice sounds like.
5: Hello, listeners. How's it going? Here I am recording this audio for Lux English podcast competition. It took me a lot of courage to start doing this, but I'm finally here, so let's start it. Uh, well, my name is Clenius Brenner I'm 25 years old, and I'm from Brazil. I'm in college, I'm in the second year of medical school. I'm also an amateur musician, I play the violin, I, I play at church, weddings, some university events. People usually compliment me about my playing, although I don't think I'm that good. Anyway, um, no, I'm not playing the violin in this recording. Well, maybe in the interview, so if you want to hear me playing, you have to vote for me. I learned English while living in the United States in 2011. I lived in Tampa, Florida, and podcasts played an important role in my speaking skills. Um, I used to download a lot of episodes from a lot of different podcasters and listen to it over and over again. Today, the only podcast made for learners of English that I listen to is the Looks English podcast. And the main reason for that is because this podcast is not about the language all the time. It's about everything, you know, music, movies, culture, and of course, the language. And because it's funny. Luke is a funny guy, isn't he? I have a great time listening to Luke's English podcast. Well, uh, I love traveling. Uh, I think most people do. Traveling is addicting, isn't it? I thought I traveled a lot. I have never been to Europe. That's my dream. I hopefully go there in two years. Uh, I want to go to Italy, Germany, Poland, France, the UK... And why not try to meet in person Luke from Luke's English Podcast? (laughs) In my time abroad, I visited great places. I've been to Orlando, Washington DC, Boston, Seattle, Vancouver in Canada. Oh, I love Canada. Such a beautiful country with friendly people. When I was in Canada, I went snowboarding and it was terrible. I was falling all the time. It was a lot of fun though. But the best place I visited was New York. I've been there t- twice, and I can tell you that you can go there five, ten times and still find something different to do or some different place to go. It's incredible. But I don't, uh, I don't know if I will ever want to live there, you know, because it's too crazy, all that stress of, big, of a big city. I prefer smaller places. But New York is a great city to visit. With great places to go, like the Statue of Liberty, the Times Square, 9-11 Memorial, the Empire State Building. And seriously, don't go up the Empire State Building. You may be thinking, what? What are you talking about? Why not? Well, because from the Empire State Building, you can't see the Empire State Building. That's why. It's better for you to go to the Rockefeller Center. Other nice place to go is, of course, the Central Park. In summertime, it's nice to see lots of people playing their instruments all over the park. In the winter, it's very, very beautiful. There's snow everywhere. You can feel like you were in Narnia. I've been to New York in the summertime and in the winter. Yes, extremes. In summertime, it's horrible to go to subway stations because there's no air conditioner in the station, so it's very hot. And in, the, in the winter time. Of course, it's very cold. But I love cold weather, so I had a great time there as well. Well, that's it. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And from for now, it's bye, 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 bye.
0: That was Klenison from Brazil there, talking about his New York experience and some other things. If you would like to hear Klenison playing some music, then you'll have to vote for him, won't you? Um, so that was Klenison from Brazil. And now... You're going to hear from Konstantin from Russia. This is Konstantin from Russia.
6: All right. Hello, world. Hello, Luke. My name is Konstantin, and I live in St. Petersburg, which is the second biggest city of Russia. And according to teachluke.co.uk, today Russia is the most active in downloading LEP country. I'm 36 years old. Sorry always need to make calculations to find out my age. Anyway, I decided to use this opportunity to claim my love to British culture. Since my childhood, I've been reading, though in Russian of course, books written by many British authors. Charles Dickens and Arthur Conan Doyle, Herbert Wells and John Tolkien, Lewis Carroll and Mervyn Peake, Oscar Wilde and Robert Stevenson, P.G. Woodhouse and Jerome K. Jerome. The list can be continued in fact i could spend five minutes just naming british writers i like but this is not only about literature there is also music for some reason great britain is not well known for its classical music but it took its revenge in the second half of the 20th century when the uk became real trendsetter in popular music Beatles, Rolling Stones, Yes, King Crimson, Genesis, Pink Floyd, Jetta Queen uh, the UK Police and Sting, Deep Purple, Led Zeppelin, Madness. Uh, did I mention the Beatles? I think I did. This is another list that can go on and on and on. Lots and lots of various interesting music. My childhood took place in the end of Soviet epoch. We were listening to these and many other bands on vinyl and audio cassettes, and it seemed that we would never ever have a chance to see these musicians in a live show. But things changed. Many of them have visited our country since then. At least those of them who are still alive. Even Sir Paul McCartney gave a concert in our city. When I found out one day that Peter Gabriel would have a gig in Finland this spring, nothing could stop me from getting in car with all my family and driving towards Helsinki. Lucky enough, Finland is not very far from St. Petersburg. And I find some comfort in the fact that my elder daughter, who is 9 years old now, at least once visited Peter Gabriel's show. It was great. What else? Oh, films and TV shows. The Avengers. Not the modern one, but those TV series in black and white. Uh, Monty Python, of course. Bits of Fry and Laurie. Jeeves and Wooster. And by the way, Stephen Fry is my hero indeed. I admire his books, his acting, audiobooks recorded by him and generally his attitude to various subjects. Actually, the other day I created a Twitter account just in order to comment on one of his tweets. And you know what? He replied to me. I was very proud. Uh, Well, My point is that lots of great actors, actresses and directors are also British. English humour is another reason for my love it seems that humor is always present not only when one jokes but also when he or she just talks. All these understatements, metaphors and self-irony, it seems that English people are never serious 100%, at least some of them, and I find it charming. So, what is so special about British culture? Well, if you ask me, and if you don't, I'll do it myself, I would say that it's something about this combination of good manners with irony, politeness with sarcasm, friendliness with social distance, discipline with naughtiness. And, if I may say so, um, British person is always kind of aware of absurdity of human life, which I personally consider to be the right attitude. I enjoy Luke's English podcast for a number of reasons. Firstly, it makes me feel that my English is not so bad, for Luke manages to speak in a both very natural and distinctive way. Another reason is that teacher Luke is not only a very nice guy, which is obvious, but good teacher as well. But also Luke is good representative of British culture and all the best in it. So for me it's like a conversation with a good friend, with whom I share interests and always have something to talk about. So, thank you very much for your work, teacher Luke. I hope that you will be able to go on with it, and I wish you and all the lepers the very best.
0: Good, 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 good. Bye. That was Konstantin from Russia, and there's a there's a proponent of English culture, if ever I heard one, or British culture, or the culture of the United Kingdom, or the British Isles, or whatever it is, whatever name you would like to give to that collection of... Uh, sort of you know bits of stuff coming out of the sea land the land mass that uh, is known as the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland uh, very nice to hear from you Constantine and of course it's always a pleasure to hear people uh, talking in such positive terms about uh, not only uh, my country but me too and you're right of course Constantine uh, I'm I am perhaps the best uh i'm not going to finish that sentence just because this is luke's english podcast i'm not obliged to finish sentences if i don't want to um right so that was constantine from russia and now we're going to hear from chrissy from germany and here she is
7: hi and hello to all of you maybe i should introduce myself first i am chrissy and i am from frankfurt a hessian town in germany I'm German and I think I can't deny it because of my German accent. I was born and grew up in Frankfurt, which is something I have in common with, with Johann Wolfgang von Goethe, who is a famous, who was a famous poet and writer. And he had to learn, and we had to learn poems written by him, for example, The Pupil of Magic or The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Uh, I hope you are fine and not feeling under the weather. Here in Germany it seems as if autumn is coming ahead of time and with the colder temperature you may be coming down with a cold. And if that's the case, get well soon. If you want to learn expressions about health and illnesses and symptoms uh, I can recommend Luke's English podcast number 40. Feeling ill phrasal verbs and expressions. Uh, I can recommend all of his episodes. I, I regret that I only started recently, maybe a year or so, and as I started with episode one, and I have the intention to do them mainly in a row, hmm, will I live long enough? Episode, uh, I don't know the number, about the London Underground, which is called Mind the Gap, contains a lot of humorous comments from Luke and his friends. Their comments were really funny and made me laugh lustily. It's said that the British have their own unique sense of humor, and it seems to be true. Considering that they sell their comedies worldwide, And why is that? What makes British humor so unique? Maybe part of it is that they have the ability to laugh at their own peculiarities, and they make fun of themselves in some of their comedies. I only know a few English people, and my opinion may not be representative, but they all appeared to me a little bit more distant, impersonal and or stand-offish than, for example, my fellow countrymen. Anyway, I think I have learned a lot more English with Luke's English podcasts, and I'm grateful that eventually I tried to record my voice. As he said, it's a really good way of sort of becoming aware of how one speaks and how one uses one's voice. He said, try not to be embarrassed about it and to be honest. I'm kind of a ba- embarrassed about it. But anyway, I hope I do better next time. Okay, uh, I have one minute left. So I tell you a little, bit, a little bit about what I do when I don't listen to um, Luke's English podcast. I do some other things, of course. I go to the gym regularly, practicing gymnastics and step aerobics, which I like very much. There isn't a German expression for it. You just say step aerobic. The exercise instructor gives instruction in, in, instructions in English as well. She says, for example, expressions like double curl, heel touch, and many other English expressions. Maybe not every one of you knows what step aerobics is. And so I'm going to explain a little bit. It is, of course, difficult for me to explain. You have, basically, you have a step, which is a kind of a bench, an elevated platform. And you go up and down, and you make various different moves, like, for example, The basic step, that's the first step, to practice uh, over the top and many more. And of course you do it with music. And you you have to have a bit of a sense for the beat. Mm, It's a type of intensive conditional training, which uses choreography. Choreography and is based on many recurrences. So, time is over. So, have a nice time, and try to be happy and to enjoy yourselves. Cheers.
0: That was Chrissy from Germany. Really nice to hear from you, Chrissy. Um, And um, talking about step aerobics there at the end, I've heard that is a very good way of keeping yourself fit there, doing the old step aerobics. Um, you mentioned that you feel a bit embarrassed about uh, recording your voice. Don't be embarrassed, because you sound good. It's really nice to, to hear your voice. Um, you're from Frankfurt. Does that make you a Frankfurter? Uh, because in England, and probably in Germany too, a Frankfurter is a kind of sausage. Um it, wasn't it um, John F. Kennedy who who went to Berlin and he said, "People of Berlin, I am a Berliner," which is like saying, "I am a donut." Isn't that what he said? Um, you'll have to ask Eddie Izard because um, you know I'm I'm sort of quoting from him, really. But if you're from Frankfurt, does that make you a Frankfurter sausage? I don't know. I'm just asking. Uh, let me know somehow. That was Chrissy from Germany, and now we're going to hear from Casenia from Russia. Okay, so here we go. This is Ksenia from Russia.
8: Hello, everybody. My name is Ksenia, and I'm from St. Petersburg, Russia. I'm the author of Multilingual Blog. I write about English, Spanish, French, and sometimes Italian and Portuguese. So, if you're interested, and obviously you are interested, at least in English, please visit me at multilinguablog.com. I thought in this podcast I wouldn't speak about myself. I would better teach you a handful of useful phrases. I reckon we, listeners to Luke's English podcast, all or almost all of us are keen on reading. So the phrases I chose are related to books and reading. There are different ways to express the idea of reading. To skim, to scan, to pour over, to peruse, to look through, to read through, to read up on... And to scrutinize. So when you scheme an article it means you are looking through it trying to find something specific say a sentence or a date. You've probably already read this article and now you need some information you saw before. When you scan something you look through it without searching for anything in particular. For example, she scanned through the newspaper over breakfast. It means she probably read the headlines, looked at the images and that was it. To pore over a book or a manuscript means to read very carefully. The same goes for the verb to peruse. The journalist perused his article before submitting it for publication. To scrutinize is to examine in detail with careful or critical attention. Let's scrutinize these figures and see if they add up. To read through means to read from the beginning to the end. It is wise to read through any document before signing it. To read up on the subject means to read some specific literature before giving a talk on the subject or writing some kind of work. Also, you can read between the lines. To read between the lines means to capture the real sense hidden in what is said or written. For example, his speech sounded positive, but if you read between the lines, it was actually quite pessimistic. To read somebody like an open book means to understand a person. We have been married for 20 years now, and I can assure you, I can read my husband like an open book. If you happen to take a very old book from a library, chances are it would have dog ears. It means the corners of the pages would be folded either to marketplace or simply by careless use. Harry Potter books are real page turners. A page turner is a book you cannot possibly put down until you finish it because it is so so interesting. You would probably get a book hangover after reading one of these books. After reading one of page turners. It means that you would not know what to do next, you would be so absorbed by the book you've just finished that you wouldn't even be able to think straight. A turn up for the book is an unexpected or surprising event. What a turn-up for the book. I never thought he would get a proper job. So, if somehow I win this competition, it will be quite a turn-up for the book. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. And if you speak Russian, please visit my blog at multilingualblog.com. And for now it is, goodbye.
0: Thank you. That was uh, Ksenia from Russia there teaching us a wealth of phrases related to reading. And uh, that was a turn up for the books, wasn't it, ladies and gentlemen? We didn't expect that, but uh, I'm sure it was a welcome addition to this episode. Thank you very much, Ksenia from Russia. And uh, you can check out her website. Multi- oh, 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 I can't remember the address. Wait a minute. She, she said it at the end of her uh, recording. Let's, let's have a little listen oh, to the end of her recording well, again so we can get the name of that URL so you can visit it.
8: I hope you've enjoyed this episode and if you speak Russian please visit my blog at multilingualblog.com.
0: Multilinguablog.com if you speak Russian. Okay. Um, I'm sure that everyone will be rushing to multilinguablog.com. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I'm here all week. Okay. So um, that was Ksenia from Russia. And now we're going to hear from Luciana Fernandez from Brazil. And here she is.
9: Hello, my fellow listeners, my fellow lepers. This is Luciana from Brazil in her sixth attempt to record her participation in this competition at Luke's English podcast. I'll tell you a bit about my five previous attempts, okay? The first one was when I entered this beautiful park I'm in right now that's called Marion Square Garden, I'm not sure, because I was going home uh, after visiting some museums and I remembered that is my uh, bet uh, tomorrow tomorrow yeah tomorrow will be my last day to send my recording so I've been for the last month scratching my head thinking okay I'd like to take part in the the competition but I don't know what to say my English is not that good what am I what am I going to do so since tomorrow is my deadline, I have no choice. I decided to take my tablet off my rucksack and start recording. Okay, the reason the reason I I entered the park was that I was very very tired and I wanted to get a shortcut. And when I decided to start recording, I was looking for a quiet place. Although the park is not very it's not crowded at all, but I didn't want anyone to listen to me and think I'm weird. You know what I mean? So, I started to walk uh, through the pathways, but even I tried to get uh, a different direction from where people were coming, I wasn't successful, so I decided to come to the middle of the grass, sit down and start recording. Okay, this park is very beautiful, it has very tall trees and since its edges are kind of on a higher level than its middle when you enter the park and you walk down the pathways it's very beautiful, you feel like you are in the middle of forest and okay, my last attempt to record my participation in this competition was kind of good but the thing is the space, the storage space in my tablet finished before I was able to say goodbye to you and it was in a kind it, it happened in a, in a kind of very funny moment because I was just telling you how I was trying to uh, find a quiet place to record and how I was feeling shy. Of people that were surrounding me and I realized that there was this couple staring at me yes I really mean it they were staring at me they are very very far away from me even though they kind of realized that I'm doing something kind of odd well, I still have one minute and a half. Okay, the reason I'm here is because I come from Brazil to study in Ireland for one year to improve my English. And today I came to the city center to go to these museums that, for, that they are for free. Only today, it's a special day, I've been to a Georg- Georgian house that's all decorated as it was by the time uh, the first family lived there very interesting to see the objects they use the furniture is very beautiful uh, earlier i went to this house that is a working off now but the interesting thing about this house is that all its walls are covered in paintings that were only found in the 1940s even though they are over 200 years old, there were paper covering them, and they only found these paintings there in the 40s, and that's it, I have 30 seconds, so, okay, I'm start to say, I'm going to start to say bye to you, and about Luke's English podcast, I, okay five minutes wouldn't be enough to tell how much it has helped me so i have 10 seconds to say to you i hope you haven't disliked much these five minutes of this episode of luke's english podcast and for now it's bye 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 no not yet because you don't say by the time in that situation you say at the time the first family lived there also you can say that admission to the exhibition was free and also you don't say even though you're saying even so they realized that i was doing something weird and time is all
0: Okay, <laughs> that was Luciana Fernandez uh, squeezing absolutely as much as possible into the five limit, uh, five minute limit. There, even adding a few language uh, corrections uh, to uh, her entry at the end. There, great stuff, Luciana. And I'm um, sorry I couldn't give you more than five minutes. And. Uh, it sounds like you had a few technical difficulties as well in your recording. That was your fifth attempt. You did it anyway. You made it in the end. You managed to include everything. You said goodbye. You explained the technical difficulties you'd had. You even made yourself look a bit stupid in a park um, in order to uh, contribute to the competition. So I appreciate that. And I'm sure everyone else does too. That was Luciana from Brazil. And now we're going to hear from our 10th Entry in this episode, and this is the last one for this episode. You are now going to hear from Lulu in Taiwan. Okay, this is Lulu from Taiwan.
10: Hi, Luke. My name is Lulu, and I come from Taiwan. First, I want to say that thank you, Luke, because your Luke's English podcast has helped a lot of people who really want to improve their English, especially genuine British English, but without inappropriate access, like me, you know. I'm the person whose English has benefited a lot from your podcast. So today, I'm going to share one of my stories about how Luke's English podcast has shaped my life, has helped shape my life, okay? Okay, Um, the fact is that in this September, I'm going to start my master's degree at the University of Surrey, which is one of the British universities, and I'm going to study... Um, business interpreting in Chinese and English there. However, the most exciting news for me is I don't have to pay for myself. What I mean is the tuition fees, all the tuition fees. Why so lucky for me? Okay, because the fact is I was being chosen as one of the Taiwanese scholars this year to have a chance to study in one of the British universities for one year postgraduate degree program. Okay, now I will give you a little bit information about this scholarship program. The program, its full name is Chevening Scholarship. Chevening Scholarship is actually a scholarship program hosted by British Foreign and Foreign and Commonwealth Office. Its aim is to find people who have potentials to be future leaders and especially for those who live in developing countries. So... Um, I just want to say that during the past year, I can remember very clearly that Every day after work, I need to spend at least an hour or approximately two to three hours long to study and to predict what kind of entrance exams or what kind of topics I'm going to have during my entrance exams because um, most translating and interpreting programs set in the UK will have this kind of screening test to help them um, identify the most suitable persons that they think are worth training. So I'm gonna prepare for that kind of dreadful entrance exams, and at the same time, preparing for myself for another horrible interview, that is the scholarship interview. The scholarship interview, now I can tell you, it was horrible. There were three people sitting in front of you, trying to interrogate in you with questions like why do you think you are superior than other candidates? What do you think that you can contribute to, you can contribute yourself to your home country after completing your program? What do you think about your future? What do you think about um, being a leader in the future? And how can you expect to contribute yourself to the world? This kind of difficult to deal with questions. So." I now now I'm thinking about no now I can remember that um that time okay during that time every day before I went to bed I listened to Luke's English podcast it helped me relieved and uh it gave me some kind of courage to help me imagine myself being wandering or strolling around strolling in one of the London street and uh give me some courage to help me imagine immersing myself in any British culture maybe the pub maybe the soccer club or a museum something like that okay so I don't know that was really an incredible journey for me to to recall yes so I just want to tell Luke that you really help a lot of people. You really help shape a lot of people's future. So I want to say some words to the listener. Is that you should keep listening to Luke's English podcast. Because it, will gi- because it will give you some unexpected opportunity in the future. Really, I mean really. So just keep listening to it. And Luke, um, I'm really looking forward to seeing you in one of your stand-up comedian show in London. Yeah, when I get there, yes, it was um, It was very, it was very fascinating to dream of seeing you in person, you know. So thank you, Luke. Thank you for this competition. And I hope Luke's English podcast keeps thriving as long as possible. Goodbye.
0: Goodbye, Lulu. Thank you very much. Um, that uh, scholarship uh, test sounded pretty tough. Well done for passing and well done for getting that scholarship. You must feel pretty proud of yourself. Good job. And I'm really glad if Luke's English Podcast helped you in any way to do that. And I'm really glad if Luke's English Podcast helps any of my listeners uh, in order to achieve things that they need to achieve in their lives. Um, naturally, I'm completely flattered, I have to say. I'm very flattered by all of these positive comments that I'm getting. Uh, that w- that wasn't, honestly, that wasn't the plan uh, for this competition. It wasn't a kind of, okay, let's just uh, talk about how amazing... Luke's English Podcast is. That wasn't the plan. Um, But uh, obviously I'm very glad that um, so many positive things have been said about me and my podcast. Makes me feel... uh, I don't know, really. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel satisfied. And it makes me feel like, okay, I must be doing something right. uh, Because people seem to enjoy it. Yes, that seems to be the case, doesn't it? I don't know why I'm now speaking like this. But uh, that's the end of this episode. And uh, it's been lovely, hasn't it? I think you'll agree. It's been absolutely fantastic. And uh, that's not it, though. It's not it for the competition because we've got episodes six, seven and eight yet to come. And there are more people and uh, we're going to hear all sorts of other interesting comments and things. And, you know, it may be a few surprises in there, too. So do keep listening and we'll be back with more very, 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 very soon. But for this episode, it is, oh, hold on, I need to tell us, tell you who we've had. We've had Jiang from China in this episode, Jose from Chile, June from Korea, Kevser from Turkey, Klenison from Brazil, Constantine from Russia, Chrissy from Germany, Ksenia from Russia, Luciana from Brazil, and then finally, last but not least, Lulu from Taiwan. Don't forget to choose one of your, uh, your one favourite from this episode. Go to teacherluke.co.uk find your English podcast competition entries episode number five and leave your comment underneath in order to vote for the one that you liked the best okay good that's the end of this episode speak to you again very soon but for now goodbye bye bye bye, bye, bye. thanks for listening to your English podcast for more information visit teacherluke.co.uk